Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome back to Ram Guy Radio as the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. We're talking Columbus Community Wildcats basketball with Coach Villagrana. Welcome back to the program, Coach. Hey, thank you very much. Pleasure to be with you. Well, uh, you had your team off to a great start. And, uh, you know, Scotty Melvin and I was watching uh, the film and, and you, you kind of look like a beast. You got out, I think it seemed like you won two out of your first three games or something. You played pretty well. Uh, then, you know, then you got some of the, the injuries started piling up and the flu started piling up. And then top five teams start piling up on the schedule. And uh, 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 But it sounds like you, you got things going. Just kind of go over it. Let's go over that start of the season where you were winning. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, and, and we actually – we only won one game. We won our second game against Lone Tree, and that was a tight. It was a tight one, a fifty-six, fifty-five win. Um, and then we, you know, other than that, we we've lost to uh, uh, some nice teams. Um, kind of like you'd said, we uh, we hit we hit some of the top teams in our league, and we kind of saw that buzz saw. Uh, and you know, we were we felt good. We felt good about the start of our season. The first couple of weeks, we uh, um, could point to some of the very good positives of of how we played. And uh, in some games, it just kind of felt like we ran out of gas. Uh, you know, and in a lot of games, it was it were, there were a lot of self inflicted wounds uh, where we just we still turned the ball over a little too much. Um, but again, we kind of felt. You know, we were doing some nice things. We were we were aggressive. I really liked our attitude. Uh, it just wasn't really uh, it wasn't really paying off in the win column. Um, and then and then yeah, we had uh, we had a few injuries. We've got like you know like most teams, and you expect it. We had some sprained ankles, and uh, we've had a, a couple of, a couple of kids with a little more serious injury that have had to miss some time. Um, you know, one of them being our best. I, I would say probably our best player, Tim Hills. Uh, and he's missed a considerable amount of time. He got hurt in the third game and uh, hasn't played since. And um, it, the other guys have done a, a great job of uh, kind of uh, trying to trying to rally around each other. And everybody's just doing a little bit more. And uh, it just so far hasn't hasn't really paid off for us. Well, let's talk about that Lone Tree game. You know, uh, there's been a couple games like that that really caught my eye this year. Uh, one being the uh, Burlington Mount Pleasant game that was just uh, one on a buzzer beater in the corner in the last uh, just seconds of the game or the absolute last shot of the game. And your game with the Lone Tree was just like that. Uh, what was it? What was it like for the guys to? actually make those plays and get that ball in the basket at the end to win that game. Well, you know, uh, that was our, our second game of the year. We had a, we'd had a scrimmage with Tipton to, uh, to begin the season. And, um, 
was really nice that night. We played West Liberty and played good for a while. We didn't play very well. But the Lone Tree game, we really uh, we really put together uh, four quarters that were kind of just pretty steady and consistent. And we felt really good about that. And the uh, we started off kind of slow uh, in the first quarter and, and kind of let them get out uh, to a lead on us. And then uh, middle of the middle of the first quarter, we started playing a lot better on defense and really just a lot more effort than than playing better. Uh, and we kind of started we slowed them down scoring, and then that obviously helped us score. Uh, and then we continued that into the second quarter and went into halftime with a, a 27 to 25 lead. And I think the the kind of the real um, uh, uh, kind of good feeling out of that was. I think we, I believe we spotted them like a 12 to two lead. So to come back from that uh, felt really good. And then the second half, we just kind of continued to, to just play hard. Um, We went, uh, we got into the second, we got into the second half uh, and kind of continued that got to the fourth quarter. And we, we had like a six point lead with two minutes left. And, you know, I just kind of really felt really, really good about how we were playing. There was a, a timeout in that. And I just kind of talked to the guys and, you know, I, I kind of wanted to tell them, you know, hey, we're not going to try to slow this game down or anything. Let's uh, what's what's been good for us is being aggressive. And so we kind of continued that. Uh, but it, it did pop up that we're not real comfortable playing with the lead. And I believe we had uh, we had three. I think we had, I believe we had three turnovers there in the last two minutes and they hit a couple of nice shots and really really put us uh, in, a, in a precarious position because, you know, they were just one, they were just one made shot at the end from stealing that game from us. Uh, so we came out on the right end, uh, but it was, uh, it, it was definitely uh, nip and tuck all the way to the final whistle. Well, uh, Scotty Melvin and I was both watching that game and, and uh, we were talking uh, to each other afterwards, talking about, man, uh, you know, Columbus, you know, and, and we saw what you guys can do. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, you had some, your, your best player went down and, and he wasn't the only one. And, and you and everybody else in the state of Iowa's had some, some uh, problems with the flu and had a couple, even had a couple coaches down. Uh, but, uh, you know, and then you're playing Wacos and Winfields and, and stuff like that. And, and uh, uh, they make, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I just remember Kyoto was like seven and oh, and they played Waco and just wow, you know, it was like, you know, they were really hard to deal with. Uh, but uh, yeah. and you, you played a lot of teams like that. Then you also had some heartbreakers that you know seemed like uh, uh, it was going this way. Let me ask you this a lot of coaches uh, I've been talking to, you know, they say, you know, they could point to like three minutes where they didn't play good, and and that seemed, oh, sure. and then the rest of it. They said we played even with them or even beat them a little bit here and there, but he says it was this one one three three minute period that you know where I could see the game slipping away. Uh, uh, so, well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the team statistics, the leaders, who's been going through things, who's been providing you some defense, maybe some of these players that have come off the bench and and, and helped out a little. Sure. Yeah. So I think uh, you know. And we knew, knew this going in that uh, Grant Watson, who's a senior, and he's a, a you know, a, he'll be a three-year letter winner. He's two, he's a two-year starter. 
um, played it, played for us some as a sophomore, and he has been uh, he has just been a pleasure uh, this year. He he's played hard. He's our leading scorer right now, um, and but more than that, he has he has really uh, kind of he's really kind of embraced the entire game. Uh, he he was kind of just a shooter, a kid who liked to. to hang out on the three-point line and and be ready to get an open shot. And now he rebounds for us. He's, I believe he's leading our team in assists. So he's, he's kind of done the whole, he's kind of done the whole thing. And so that's been, uh, it's been a pleasure. He's kind of, he's also added a mid-range jumper to his game. So he hasn't just stayed down on that perimeter and set one for threes. And teams are kind of assigning a guy to him. Uh, to make sure that he's not shooting the three. And so he's kind of recognized that. And so he's added a little bit uh, uh, to his game. So that's been, it's been enjoyable to watch. And even, even though the, even though the one loss record isn't what we'd like the, you know, the fact that we're actually getting better as basketball players, that has been enjoyable and, and he works hard. They all work hard. And so, you know, we won't we won't define our success just on the the wins and loss record. And it's probably easy for me to say because I'm looking for positives. But but I do believe that another guy that's uh, just done a solid job for us, too, is uh, Oscar Alcala. He's also a senior and he would he's our second leading scorer. Uh, Just a hard worker uh, gets it gets it done on just just effort. And he's he's always flying around. He plays hard. Never have to ask him to to play any harder than he is. Is he goes a hundred percent all the time? Uh, I'm looking for the stat to see where he's at in block shots last this year because last year he was doing uh, last year he was doing really good. He's not a, he's not a big kid. He's he's probably about six two, but he has a he has a very good instinct and timing. And so last year he was pretty high up in the uh, in the conference in block shots. And, this year it hasn't kind of worked out that way for him, uh, but he is. But he he is one of our our top players, and he does go uh, at a hundred percent all the time. He sprained an ankle in our in our last game before break, so we're kind of looking at him to get some rest and hopefully get him back before too long. Another guy who's been a, a big, I wouldn't. I guess I'd say. I guess I would say he's a big surprise. Is uh, uh, Julian Jimenez. And he's a he's another senior. He starts for us at a, at the center position. He's a little a little undersized as a center, uh, but he is strong and he's got some really good footwork and he's got one of the prettier shots uh, that that we see. So uh, watching him uh, be effective and be successful has been a joy. He's such an easy guy to coach. He just he just goes does what he needs to do. He, he's shooting fifty percent from the field. And I guess the thing about him is I'd like to see him get more shots because he's, he's the one guy who's making the shots. So it'd be nice to get him a few more. Um, but he, he, you know, he's, he's a great kid, a good, he's a good leader. Uh, he makes sure that all the other guys are kind of in check and, and we're, we're all pointed the same direction. So it's just a, a ton of fun. Um, you know, Tim Hills, it, that his, he's our, he's a junior. Um, he's kind of our, He's kind of our spark plug uh, when he's in there. Um, he got hurt in the third game of the season. He hasn't he hasn't played for us since. Uh, you know, we're hoping to get him back after break here. 
and you know he it was tough he, he had he had a really good start to the season um he's kind of a he's a taller kid he's about six one six two uh but he's he's a guard a guard small forward type he handles it well he moves well he's got great instincts uh he really loves basketball and he is just he's one of those players that he's on the floor everybody around him is just a little bit better and uh you know he's like it's a tough guy to replace when he was out and we did we did struggle um you know and the guy it you know the guys gave it everything they had and so that that's kind of a that's kind of a, a great thing is when he comes back uh we should just be we should just be a little bit better by having him on the floor um because other guys are kind of used to having to do things without him and he's definitely uh, definitely one of the top players. Uh, I would honestly say in the conference. I, I, I really believe that. Um, he, he's got he's got exceptional talent. Um, Daniel Martinez is our starting point guard. He's another senior, and just an incredible kid. Uh, incredible kid. Smart. Great attitude. Uh, I often joke to the other kids that they should be happy that he's there because because he's the point guard. He gets to talk to me all the time and kind of relay information and he never complains and he's always he's always you know ready to look me in the eye and listen to what i have to say to him and there's no there's no shying down from a challenge from that kid and i i really appreciate him um i I talk to him a lot and i talk to him a lot after games and i'll tell him like you know and i know sometimes you don't feel like you know I, i you know i'm i'm really in your corner but i am I am. I just we 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 would not be we we would not get a lot done if it wasn't for him. And so sometimes that gets lost and people don't really see that. And uh, I, I just want to make sure that I can publicly say that you know that he he's a very good player. We need him. Um, he's he's one of the top guys on our team, and I really appreciate it. It's going to be a hard pair of shoes to fill when he graduates uh, because he does so much for us. I mean, We've got a couple of young guys who've kind of started coming around and helping us out. Uh, Ryan Coyle is a sophomore, and he just about four games into the season on the JV squad just started becoming a little more aggressive, and that was and that was both on the offensive and the defensive end. He kind of quit um, thinking about making mistakes or worrying about it, and he just started playing and kind of doing the things that we all kind of saw in practice and it just wasn't coming out in the game. And then all of a sudden it started happening. So we've, uh, and we were a little shorthanded and that maybe, maybe helped him get there a little sooner, but, but he has, uh, he has come in. Um, he's provided some uh, valuable minutes once he's kind of settled into his spot in the rotation and he's doing, uh, he's doing some really good things for us. I kind of expect to see more of that going forward too. Uh, another young guy we have is uh, Juan Chariz. He's a sophomore. Um, might quite possibly the best athlete in the program. Uh, he, he's a sophomore, but boy, he looks like he looks like he's a junior or a senior. Um, uh, just physically wise, he's tall. He's about six one, six foot. Uh, can jump like crazy. He really has worked hard to improve his shot, and it's 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 improved a lot. And now we just need to see him work on the consistency of it. Uh, he kind of he, he he does things right, and then every once in a while, just like anybody, he'll slip 
and he'll go back to an old form that that isn't successful for him and then but right away he knows it without even being told that he kind of cleans it up and so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how how he uh the his second half of the season goes for him another guy we got gabe gabe zuniga uh freshman for us and he uh has a he he's just now scratching uh the, his potential um he is a very fine player he's a smart player uh he likes to he has no fear in him he does not play like a freshman and that's a good thing because we really do need that he he's come along we've we didn't know if we would have him play any varsity this year uh but again kind of like brian uh you know circumstances dictated that he might have gotten uh gotten up there a little quicker than we thought uh and he's kind of just embraced the opportunity and given us great effort um kind of split some time between the JV and the varsity and uh, is doing a great, fantastic job for both groups. And another kid who's just very coachable and he just listens and, and, you know, nods his head. We know that he's listening and he, he gets what we're telling him and then doesn't, uh, doesn't take it personally, just understands that we're trying to help him be the best basketball player that he can be. Um, so it's been it's a it's a great group, a lot of fun. Um, we we're, we're you know we we got some things that we've tried to we tried to clean up a little bit in the in the break here, and kind of uh, kind of talking about us as a as a larger unit, a team, and saying okay, here's what we can do to maybe hopefully find some more success going forward, and hopefully you know they are putting in the work, so hopefully it'll pays off for them soon. Well, uh, talk to me about how to follow the team. Uh, there's a great YouTube channel, Wildcat Live, or something like that. Yeah, our, our Wildcat Cast is our YouTube channel. Uh, we uh, we will um, stream all our all our sporting events live, and uh, we even have some of our uh, other um, perform like from our performing arts performances. Sometimes they'll be live. Sometimes they're uh, delayed. It just, uh, it, it depends on the, on the item. Um, but it's, it, it's been great. It's nice to be able to kind of promote the kids and, and allow them, uh, you know, just allow them to be seen, especially, uh, the way it is nowadays where you have, uh, families kind of all over the place and they're not uh, able to, to physically be at the game, but they're still able to see the game, um, through this, and so I, I have I have friends who like just my, friends of my own who've watched the game and uh, kind of see the kids. And so it's just a nice it's a nice thing. It, it's kind of a great uh, kind of a great opportunity to kind of live in a time where we can have we can have this ability to to show our games as they're happening, where people can watch them without being there. Um, I know some people kind of worry about, well, is it going to take away from people coming to the game? Uh, but I don't think so. I think those people that are coming to the game are going to be there anyway. This is for the people who live too far to drive or I'm mm-hmm. sick. I can't get in, so I don't want to come to the game. So it, it's been a great thing. Well, guys, if you you got a grandkid in, uh, out of state and you can uh, uh, sit down on a Friday night and watch that kid play basketball, you, you got to be over the moon about that, wouldn't you think? Yes, a hundred percent. I just, you know, I, you know, knowing from uh, knowing from how it was when I grew up, where 
you know, my grandparents weren't from around here and they would, and they would come and stay with us and, and make it to the games. Um, but a lot of my aunts and uncles on that side, um, never got to see any of that. And I, I feel for these kids that that's, that's kind of a neat thing is that any of anybody in their family can see them play and they don't have to, they don't have to live here. It doesn't have to be timed to where hopefully we're playing while they're here visiting. Um, they can, they can see it at any time. And if they can't make it at the time, they can see it later. They can, it's, it's up there on the channel. They can, they can watch it at their leisure. And it's just, uh, it's just an amazing, uh, a time to be able to do, to, to be able to provide that. Well, anything that keeps families connected is, is, uh, 100% great in my book, but, uh, you guys got uh, uh, that Wildcat channel. I mean, I watch all the time because I'm always watching all the teams that I can watch. And I'm always, you know, a lot of times I'm just at the end of the game, you know, like the night you guys played Lone Tree, you know, I, I just get focused on that one game that's real close and, and real good. And uh, it's always your team always hustles. They always uh, uh, give 100% effort. And uh, let's talk about some of those uh, uh, opportunities we're going to get to see them. It seems like you played a lot of road games. Am I incorrect about that? Yeah, no, we have played a lot of road games. And yeah. so that, uh, you know, it is it, it is what it is. Uh, it feels like we're on the road more than we're at home. Um, and, you know, it, that it that's fine. Uh, uh, we'll hit a stretch here coming out of, of break where we home a lot more. Uh, what I'm interested in is are we are we continuing to compete? Are we improving? Um, I, I have a I kind of have a mantra with the boys that I'm like all we're focused on is are we better in December than we were in November? Are we better in January than we were in December? And so that's kind of been that's kind of where we've been have our head, and we're just going to continue to work on that. Um, we're going to come around. We've got three games coming out of break and we'll, uh, that'll start. Then we'll start on the second half of our, uh, our trip through the conference. And, you know, we'll have, a we'll have a pretty good idea of, of where we stand. And, you know, our, our, our focus will be is, okay, who can we, who can we pick off that beat us the first time around? And that's kind of, uh, that's kind of one of the things that I've always kind of looked at when we play is, is are we able to catch somebody the second time we play them? Uh, because that's the, that would be the real sign or mark of improvement. And uh, that's kind of where we'll have our heads and, you know, we'll, we'll see. We still got, it doesn't mean that we got a lot of good teams on our schedule. Uh, and so, you know, we're going to have to come to play every night, uh, but those teams are there. So let's, uh, you know, we're, we're looking for, we're looking for opportunities to succeed. And that's why I tell them it's, it's an opportunity to succeed. And we hopefully, uh, hopefully we decide to, uh, to rise up and, uh, meet the challenge. Well, I know there's just been an ex just an explosion of excitement about sports at Columbus Junction and that whole, uh, community around there. Uh, people are, you know, just all excited to, to see the team. It looks like you got a chance to get your boys some home cooking, to get them in that gym, get it filled up with with these passionate Columbus Junction fans, and uh, rise to the occasion uh, and, and put some more W's up on the board. And always, 
give that good effort uh, that you always that, that any team that you coach seems to always have. Uh, you always get the most out of your players. I, I'm always super impressed with that. But what are some of these games? Maybe some of these home games, and uh, you can mention some of the road games that you got kind of circled on there. So maybe we can get a win here or there. Sure. <clears throat> so we uh, we come out of break. We'll play Highland at home on Tuesday, and then on Thursday we'll go to Van Buren, and Friday we'll play at Hillcrest. So we've got two of the three coming out of break at, on the road, um, and you know that'll that'll be that'll finish up our first. Uh, first half of the conference season then we'll we'll start back at the uh at back at the top um we'll have uh we'll, we'll go on the road and play at Pekin that's a game that um I really feel like we need to play better in that game than we played the first time around um you know a lot of the a lot of these games where we lost the first time around it was the it was the team doing it to us not uh not us not um not not playing to our ability. Uh, we weren't playing to our ability because of the effort of the other teams. And that's one of the things we're trying to correct. And, you know, then we'll get, we'll see Waco again. That's going to be uh that was, that one's going to be a tough one. Um, yeah. You know, we were, you know, they're, they're good. They're, they're very good. Um, they're enjoy Like if I wasn't coaching in the game, they'd, they'd be an enjoyable team to watch. Yeah, I'm sure uh, it would. They have, they have uh, some talent there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that Pika team for a second. Uh, you know, uh, uh, they don't have the greatest record, but uh, they played all these teams, and uh, you know that they, they stay within ten points of, of Winfield and and the uh, uh, Wise and Muscatine and and a lot of really good teams. Uh, a Mid Prairie, I think they played pretty decent against against bigger schools and stuff. So they're I I, I think they're a pretty tough team. I I think uh, I'm looking for some good things out of them, even the second half. But, even the teams like on my point is I guess even some of the teams that don't even have the best records are still pretty dang tough in on your schedule. Yes, yes, absolutely, and that's kind of a you know, and I think that's one of the hurdles that we're trying to get over is that for us to be successful, there has to be sustained effort through the entire game, but then also every night that we go out and play. It, there is no. There is no game where we walk in and be like, okay, this one we don't have to work as hard uh, to compete in. And and I do think that's one of the – I think it's kind of one of the obstacles anytime where you're not used to any success or not used to very much success, I should say, where you, you have to understand that that success is driven by the sustained effort. It, it's not it, – it does. it's not an accident. It's not chance. It's not luck. It's continually pushing – and just and just understanding that I have to play at this pace, at this level, with this amount of effort, the entire game, or we won't get to the top. And I don't mean the top of the conference; I mean the top of that game. Uh, just to win a game, we have to play hard the entire game. And I, and I think that's one of the that that's one of the switches in our mind that just hasn't hit yet. I do feel like sometimes we. We feel like we play hard, and I think part of it is we kind of look around like, well, we're playing hard, but we're still like four points behind. We're eight points behind. You know, this isn't working out, and then we want to take the shortcut. And and I just I feel like that's one of the things that if we can maybe get one or two, 
then hopefully that that kind of mind shift takes place and say where we think, oh, okay, I get it now. I do have to play like this all the time. That is the expectation. That is going to pay off eventually, but I just have to keep up and just hope that it pays off at the end. Well, we've got a little over a minute left. Uh, just tell me some home games uh, that you got coming up. Okay. We'll play uh, Waco, Winfield, and Hillcrest at home, and we'll get L&M here at home too uh, uh, pretty early in, in January. And those are, you know, those are going to be, we, we've got, you know, probably the two top teams in our conference coming in and then some, and both other teams that have beaten us uh, uh, this, the first go around. So it'll definitely be, it'll definitely be a chore. Nothing is going to be easy, but if it's worth doing, it shouldn't be easy anyway. Well, so we we'll, you know, we'll keep, we'll keep working. We're, we feel good about how we approach break and uh, the work we're getting done. And so hopefully, hopefully it pays off for the guys and we see some success. Well, we'll certainly see some success. And I, I do think you got some winnable games on that schedule for you. And uh, maybe we'll see you uh, even rise up to some of these uh, uh, teams, you know, playing them all the time. Well, uh, we're talking Columbus Wildcat basketball. Thanks for being with us, Coach. Thank you, sir. I enjoyed it.